Hey, this is Schweinbeck checking in. Check out Made Famous TV. Made Famous TV. Hey, what's up? It's Shamika, and you're now tuned into Made Famous TV. And right now, I am sitting down with Diana Schweinbeck. Yes, you got it right. Yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> A lot you of people don't that. say it right, so yeah. Yeah, because they assume the H is silent. Yep, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So how's it been going for you? Great. Like I said, I'm out here in Atlanta visiting right now, so it's great to be home, but mm -hmm. staying busy, getting ready for the fourth quarter. But I've been good. What about yourself? Pretty good, hanging in there. You know, this pandemic has slowed a lot of things down for me. But, insane. You know, I'm trying to make it's it do it. So, right. Yeah. So you're mainly into, cause you throw events, but you're yes. in the artist management. So like, I am. you got your hands dipped in a lot of stuff. So what is your, tell us about yourself. Okay. So yeah, I throw events. I'm a manager. So I started in Atlanta in the industry about 10 years ago. I started managing, just connecting with the right people, started throwing an events at A3C South by and just monthly I, I call them showcases, industry mixers that I do out here in Atlanta. And then I actually work at Sync Music as head of marketing over there. So that's why I live in LA. I moved out there last year. So okay. I do marketing for all genres now, which is awesome because when I started, it was primarily hip hop and R&B, which okay. I still work with. But um, yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, that's like, I do everything. I'm trying to keep my hands in a bunch of different things and mm -hmm. network and, you know, just continue to grow. So I'm blessed to, you know, to get a real job, corporate job, have mm -hmm. security, but still I'm able to do my events and run my company as well as work with my artists still. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what's your, what's your favorite? Um, do you prefer out of, the, out of everything I do? Yeah. The events are uh, marketing I love I love throwing events that's like because for me like people I like to party like who doesn't like to party <laughs> right. so it's like every event is like my birthday party to me okay. and it's crazy because that's how I started my events like I uh -huh. threw a I threw an event on my 22nd birthday and it was just so successful and just great vibes that I just continued doing it monthly so that was like 2012 so I just had my eight-year anniversary in June but my favorite is probably my new job just because, mm -hmm. like I said, like I can work with all genres now. I'm meeting so many people and I'm really like elevating in my career. Mm -hmm. So that's probably my favorite right now. So what's it like stepping outside of hip hop? Of course, I know you still work with hip hop, but what's I'm it like? Learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning, but it's crazy because it's like, that's all I listen to. So now uh -huh. it's like, okay, I have, I have a gospel artist. I have Afro oh, wow. beats. I have alternative rock. So it's opening my ears more. Like even when I was growing up, I listened to all different kinds of music, but mm -hmm. primarily was always rap hip hop. Like that was my favorite. And I mean, it's just a learning process, but I love yeah. it. It's just like you, it, it, you think you have the right relationships until mm -hmm. you work in another genre and you're like, okay, the person I know at Apple music is, you know, like a hip hop programmer. And mm -hmm. now I need to find one who can support my gospel artist. So just like learning and branching out and meeting new people. That's, you know, that's key over there. Okay. Okay. I definitely got you. Um, so you've been doing events for eight years plus eight years yeah like I can definitely tell you're passionate about what you do so yes. that that kind of lets me know that one thing that keeps you going and helps you stay afloat is your passion 
But what are some other things right. you have in such longevity? Because I'm in Atlanta too. And, you know, you hear about some event planners or promoters, they're, they're hot for a couple of years and they're gone. But for you to be able to stay on the scene and be successful for eight years. Right. How do you do it? So what's crazy, like, and I always say this is I really feel like I started in the industry at like the perfect timing. Like it was like mm-hmm. a group of us, like future wasn't on two chains, wasn't on like mm. everybody was on the come up. So we had such a great support system. Like I used to manage rich, the kids. So like rich performed at all my shows and it's like, Jid and then it's OG Mako and it's Earthing like none of them were on so they were all performing at my shows so it kind of and not kind of but it led up to more and more artists being like oh I gotta touch her stage so it was kind of like the rite of passage to come out mm-hmm. here and perform at a Schweinbeck industry mixer and of course my brand like and I have a good personality like I'm not gonna yeah. lie like people <laughs> yeah. like being around me and just it's real like I don't do this because I have to I do it because I love it You know, like I used to be an accountant. I could go do that whenever, you know, but this is like my passion and and it's something I want to continue doing. But yeah, I mean, I think consistency really helped. And Mm -hmm. like, even when I started, like, I'll have to say there was probably only one other showcase out there and it was Hustle Mm -hmm. and Flow. Mm -hmm. And they don't even do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. But that was like the only one I actually heard about. And then all these showcases started popping up. But Mm -hmm. I think it was just consistently people seeing Schweinbeck this, Schweinbeck that. And like they wanted to meet me or they wanted to come perform. And I gave artists, I gave a lot of artists opportunity to perform that never performed before. So a lot of artists will be like, oh, my first show was at Schweinbeck's. You know, it'll be like, who's Schweinbeck? I want to meet Schweinbeck. Mm -hmm. I want to perform. So I think just the consistency, doing good business and bringing the right people out at the show. My shows might not always be like jam packed, but mm-hmm. there's very important people in there that you, you can right. just network with and meet. Even to my DJ, like he's Playboy Cardi's DJ. So it's like, why not go and make a connection and build with him? So I think that's what, what helped it the most. Okay, so what's it like working with artists because i'm on social media and sometimes i see like there's a battle between it looks like the big thing now is a battle between the dj and the artist right and you hear some people say that some artists are hard to work with so what has been your experience working with so Um, many artists artists are very difficult to work with (laughs) they all have different egos it's very hard to find an artist who's just like very chill on the same Mm -hmm. page because at the end of the day it's their career So they, Mm -hmm. they can be pushy. Like they're their CEO of this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's very difficult, but (laughs) for me, like, cause I build with my artists. So like Mm Sayari, for example, I've been managing him for like six, seven years, but we learned each other. We learned how each other work. Like we don't work the same. We actually complete opposites, but I think that's what helps us the most in our careers. Like he might look at something differently than me, but I might come in with a different point of view and you know, he gets used to it, but they're all, everyone has a different ego and a different, and even me, like I always tell people, I'm not the easiest person to work with either. Like and nobody, not everyone can work with the same people, but right. once you learn how someone works and if it works for you, then you continue it. Right. Right. And I, um, when I first heard about you, I always heard your name attached to events and sorry, yeah. the kid. sorry, yeah. the kid. I heard you pronounce sorry. it. Sorry, the kid. Yeah. A lot of people, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his real right. name too. It's Cy Ari. So oh, is it? He's not a kid either, but we kept it. <laughs> I think I saw him say one time he was going to drop the kid, but tell him to keep the kid. Yeah, we try. Like, <laughs> like when we do like his logo and stuff, it'll just uh-huh. be Cy Ari. But like at the end of the day, if you search his music, you got to put the kid. Got to put the kid. So yeah. how did that relationship come about? 
So with Sai, it's like when I was like first starting out and I started, um, I want to say interning because I never was like an official intern, but I would be reaching out like Miss River City back then was throwing a lot mm -hmm. of these listening parties. So I reached out to her because I was trying to like learn how to throw an event. So she was like, oh, just come out to my events. And she gave me like a clipboard and she was like, go have people write their emails, which I didn't do. Like I was literally, I would come get the, the, the clipboard and I'd go around and just network like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not the type to go give me your email, you know? <laughs> right. So that's probably why she never asked me to be her intern, but... <laughs> he would be at every event. Like I would mm -hmm. run into him at every single event and I'd be like, who is this guy? And so I'd always see his truck back then. He had arrogant music and he had like a wrapped mm -hmm. like suburban. So I'd be like, this guy is at every single event. And then mm -hmm. we became really good friends. So we didn't even start working with each other till like, I want to say like two years later, he like came over to my condo in Atlanta and he's like, I got to talk to you. So, and he had a manager at the time. Mm -hmm. And he basically was like, you know, I've been watching you grow. I like how you work. And he asked me to be his manager, which is rare because I always tell artists like the manager will find you like you're not going <laughs> to find the manager. But he asked me, but it, before that, we had built such a strong relationship of being friends that it just made sense. But that's really mm -hmm. how it started. And I mean, just from a friendship, growing to a business relationship and learning together, like he helps me a lot. Like he's one of the main reasons why I have my job at Sync. So it's yeah. like, he, he helps me just as much as I help him. So we, now we call each other business partners, but I'm his mm -hmm. manager. <laughs> oh, got you, got you. Yeah, you do a, a phenomenal job with him. I appreciate so. it. Uh, what Thank would you. be your, um, oh, you're welcome, most definitely. Uh, what would be your message to up and coming artists? Because I heard you say network a lot. Right, that's, um, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like I said, th those relationships are everything mm -hmm. for me. Like just how I was able to start out and like people didn't know who I was but it was like we started off all as friends like I'd be that girl in the studio they'd be like oh what do you do I'd be like nothing like I wasn't <laughs> even like I was just meeting like really what happened is when I went to college I went to Georgia State so I okay. moved to Atlanta from Alpharetta which is like 30 miles north right so I moved to Atlanta and everybody I met was like oh I'm a DJ oh I'm a producer oh I work in the music industry mm -hmm. and I'm like damn like everybody works <laughs> in the music industry and mind you I'm still an accountant like I still have a nine-to-five mm -hmm. but I'd be at their studios I'd be kicking it and like I had a I had an artist named Jihad and he was like you're in school for business management and you have all these like amazing relationships put two and two together like mm -hmm. try it so I started working with boom man like as everyone did like at MMI mm -hmm. and from there I left and just started like with River City to like rap star promo it's just a bunch of different just a bunch of different categories in the industry where I just came and created a company. So I kind of learned everything first and then it just came together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So accounting. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I was like, Oh, I wish I was a numbers person. Yeah. People in finance and accounting make a lot of money. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I was doing it for like eight years. I didn't quit accounting. Like mm -hmm. I was making money in the industry, but you know, like when you quit that nine to five, like mm -hmm. you have to be bringing in money to survive. So right. I quit in 2017. It's only been three years. So after that, you know, I was doing very well, like my artists were doing well. And then, you know, it kind of staggers. And then I got my job at Sync and it just all made sense back then. But mm -hmm. I was doing accounting the whole time. I would have never known. Throwing events, waking up, going. I got laid off a couple times. They like caught me in LA when I said I was sick, like because I would post <laughs> on my Facebook. But 
that's really where I started. It's crazy. And I was thinking about it yesterday because I was managing Rich the Kid at the time and I was mm -hmm. trying to convince my boss to invest mm -hmm. in him. And I was okay. like, and now you look and see how far Rich is. And I was really thinking about messaging my boss and I don't like him. And I was like, <laughs> just look up Rich the Kid. I just want you to look and see what you, we only were asking for like 50,000. I mean, it was a lot back then right. to help start his career, but he like, he didn't believe in it. And now I'm like, I really got to send him a message. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You like, need to check this guy out. Like, and right. I, what's crazy is like, he probably knows, like he's probably yeah. his kids or something like brought him his name up. And mm -hmm. that's just, I, I really was thinking that the other day. I'm like, I want to message him on LinkedIn or something like that. Hey, shoot for it. I should. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to do that after this. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you, you send but a you know, I just had an interview and yep. I just want you to look up for the kid. Okay. <laughs> yep. I told you, don't miss, don't miss like, funny story. <laughs> But you, um, you have a testimony, um, just what you've gone through, you know, continuously working. Like I said, I would have never known. So that's a message to all yeah. artists. Like, don't just up and quit your job. Because yeah, you can't. Because I even, be I was telling people the other day, like, there was a time where I was like, do I need to go back to accounting? Like, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't bringing in the money that I, how I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you don't want to like, you want to be able to live how you want to live and I couldn't right. do it it was like a couple months and like I was like literally considering moving to LA like maybe I need to get out of Atlanta like maybe I've done enough here and like mm -hmm. I really got that job like I want to say like a month later so it was like I thank God because I know right. he did that for me but yeah you need security you can't do this this is expensive and it's not it's not something that's going to happen overnight weird it's weird because some artists it can happen like this right but there's usually a bag behind it you know like if right. you don't have like a big investor or something like that it's a process and you have to be able to stay down and, and you have to be able to live and afford it absolutely absolutely right. so what's it like being a woman in this industry yeah everyone uh, asks me that <laughs> yeah because They're i like, know you in, talk in a, to a lot of people i'm like you know, it, I never really had an issue with it mm -hmm. because again, I started off with such good relationships and I didn't okay. really like, they didn't look at me like that. But I will say working with artists, the hardest thing about being a woman is like, if you say they say something to you and you respond in any way, you're being emotional. Like no matter what I, it could be <laughs> <Yeah>. like, it <laughs> could just be a, like you can say anything to me. And if I say something back, like calm down, why are you so emotional? I'm like, I'm not emotional. I'm just right. like talking back to you, but I think that's the biggest, that's like my biggest pet peeve when Sai is like, calm down. Like you're being emotional. <laughs> like I'm not even being emotional. Like, and it's like through text. Like, how am I like, am I crying? Like, I don't right. know. But, um, I think that's the only thing. And Oh, Oh, you're good. Sorry. I had a call. Oh, no, um, it's all good. <laughs> um, I don't even know who that was. Um, and he was like, you're being emotional. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, that's just <laughs> my biggest pet peeve. But other than that, I mean, of course the how everyone thinks that it's like a men's industry you know right. like a lot of the men are the ceos and like that a woman can't do that but they're more and more it's happening so i, I guess that as well but i it's all of that motion thing for me oh yeah oh yeah. yeah oh yeah so compare um do you throw events in los angeles as well or is your main i do yeah so okay. when i moved out there it's so crazy because i moved out there august 22nd last year and i threw an event that night and it was my first one okay. in LA and I was living in a hotel for like a week cause I didn't move in till like September 1st mm -hmm. and, and it's my year. Yeah. It's my year. I've been in LA today, but, um, 
yeah, I threw an event that night and it was awesome. Like it was such a good turnout. Cause it's like all the people that, you know, in LA came out, it was another showcase. I had a lot of like known upcoming artists in LA on it. And then mm -hmm. I found this venue, it's called apartment 503. So in Atlanta, it's more of like an inside venue, kind of dark, everyone's smoking, whatever vibes. I mean, LA too, they're smoking, but this was outdoors and it was like lights hanging and very like LA-ish, but I love it. Like it sucks. I can't throw them now because of COVID everything shut down. Yeah. So my last LA event was in February. So I'm hoping to be able to squeeze one in by the end of the year, but if not, hope top of next year. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. How has this current pandemic affected the way that you move about in this industry? Cause your main thing, one of your main things is events. And right. I know. I mean, LA, what sucked about LA is like, it's a new city, right? So I'm mm -hmm. thinking I'm going to move out there and like go network and meet all these people, hit all the events. And then no, Diana, sit in your room, like sit in your apartment. <laughs> so that was the worst part of the event. That was cool because I was just starting it and I wasn't really able to like really, cause you know, it takes a while to get your event out, especially in a new city, which mm -hmm. it was working, but it didn't give me the opportunity to really build it. Right. So, I mean, I can go back to the drawing board and make it stronger when it happens. But for me, it was like, I don't know as many people out here that I, <laughs> I would have been able to meet, like even mm -hmm. not my events, but someone else's event being going to these listening parties and mixtape release parties and things like that. Um, that was the biggest thing for me, but like overall business has mm -hmm. been even busier because like really? music doesn't stop, which is right, crazy. Yeah. The event, all that, that stopped. But like, thank God I had my job at sync because it's like client after client, they want to drop music. So I, I did get busier. Okay. So uh, compare the, I know that you said like, uh, there's a different ambiance in Los Angeles than Atlanta, right. but as far as like the artists, like compare the two oh, music yeah. scenes. Very West Coast, you know, that sound like uh -huh. it's, and I love it, but right. what's cool about my events, I called it bringing Atlanta to LA. So I would have like four LA artists and four Atlanta artists okay. and they would fly out and they would come perform or they would be like, like OG Mako performed at one of okay. my shows out in LA, but like an Atlanta artist that moved to LA. So it's kind of a mixture of both because I still want to bring that whole Atlanta vibe to LA because LA loves Atlanta. Like all of them want to really? come to Atlanta and everybody in Atlanta want to go to LA. And it's so <laughs> yeah. crazy to me. I'm like, they're like, you're from Atlanta. That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get, get it out here though. <laughs> but they, it's right. crazy because they all want to go out there. So like, even when they're out here, they'll be like, Diana, what, like, what do I do? God, sorry. Busy woman, y'all. She's a busy I know, woman. I'm like, that God, lets I'm like, you know. calling me? She's the one to talk to. Busy <laughs> like, woman. <laughs> do not disturb. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why I try to do the mixture of it, but mm -hmm. their music is completely different, but it's right. a vibe. Like it's very like, cause you hear it on the radio, but then like you meet the artists out there and they mm -hmm. all have a very like similar sound, but okay. I really like, I'm starting to like really become a fan of it. Like even my, my event I threw last Thursday, I just put the okay. recap out yesterday. I put a West coast artist as the song just to kind of like okay. mix it up because I like, that's one of the songs I like right now, but it's crazy okay. because it would have usually been like one of my artists or an Atlanta okay. song, but really just keeping the mixture going. Okay. So say I'm an artist. I live in Denver, Colorado. Right. I'm deciding whether I'm going to move to LA or Atlanta. I'm a hip hop artist. Right. Where would you tell me to go? If, if either. LA. Atlanta for sure. Oh, Atlanta. 
because how I always look at it is Atlanta needs to be the place where you start. That's where you make your relationships. It's where you kind of build. And once you get to that point where like you're you're known and you're ready to kind of take it to the next step, I would go to LA because LA has like the labels and the the media Mm -hmm. out there, but Atlanta is like culture. So it's like you break in the clubs and you break in the strip clubs with the DJs that we have out Mm -hmm. there. And a lot of the artists that you see that live in LA, they moved from Atlanta. Like it's like black OG Mac though, Rich the Kid. They all live in LA, but they all started in Atlanta. Okay. So tell us about this because you've worked with quite a few people. Like just kind of run down if you can think off off the top of your head. Like who all have you worked with in the industry? So personally work with would be mm-hmm. rich the kid i had worked with mako mm-hmm. i worked with jid mm-hmm. um i worked sayari of course damar mm-hmm. jackson i manage him i manage okay. pacquiao um but like not i worked i helped k camp early on you know okay. i won't say like i made him you know but like if he needed something promo wise or something i learned k camp scotty atl okay um, boom man when he was when he was an artist um but just like I had the baby and I didn't work with him but like just people that have been on my showcases like and Mm -hmm. it's crazy to see where they're at now but like Mm -hmm. from earth gang to the baby jid um but probably my biggest would be rich you know that and that's how I started right we I mean we ended up not working together for different reasons but we still have a great relationship you know you can't work with everybody so it's amazing seeing like where he's at now and how Mm -hmm. we were learning together we were like we were young this is like when he met the Migos like the Migos we would all be with each other like Q the Migos Mm -hmm. Rich and then you saw QC happen and it was just like crazy it just evolved gotcha gotcha Mm -hmm. so what um I was um, think I've heard people say that uh, some artists have um, the wrong information or the wrong idea about what it is a manager is supposed to do. So set the record right. straight. What is okay. your job description? <laughs> For me, it's everything. Okay. I'm a different type of manager, but if okay. you have like one that sticks to the books, like we're supposed to handle your schedule, your booking, getting you opportunities. Like when you need a manager, when you can't handle the things that are coming in. You don't okay. need one to like, oh, I need you to help me get to this, to this. No, you need a manager when you have so much happening that you need help, right? Okay. Or, or, luckily, some of them get managers because of belief. Like I work with artists because of belief, but you also want to find those gems that are already kind of taking off and they just need someone in their corner to kind of like give them the, the right looks that they need. But yeah, I mean, a lot of artists think that, oh, I'm, I want to be a rapper. I need a manager. Like, no, you don't. You need to go put <laughs> in that work. And then you need, that's why I said, like, managers should find you. You should have, you should get someone's attention, just like labels. Right. Like, a lot of people don't go to the labels. Like, hey, check me out. It's like, this label is going to approach you. Like, hey, I've been watching what you're doing. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's have a conversation. You know, it's the same thing for a manager. Okay, gotcha. This is a lot of work. We have to do so yeah. much. They, they're like kids. Like, yeah. I'm younger than all my artists. Oh. And it's like, they all need, I'm like, are you like my, you're either like my dad or my boyfriend or my child. Like, I don't know. Which <laughs> <laughs> so it's just crazy because they're very needy, but that's mm-hmm. why they, that's why they have you in their corner because you're basically helping them get their career going and continuing. That's why I can tell you love it. Because yeah, I know. With all for me to stay, I'm like, you don't make a lot of money being a manager. Oh, and I'll never right. forget. I met with um, 
I'm going to make sure my phone doesn't go off again. I met with um, Waka's mom one time because she okay. wanted to do something with Sayari like very early on in his career. Mm -hmm. So she was like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm his manager. Oh, my God. <laughs> no worries. Right when I said it. I'm so sorry. So I, he, I was like, I'm a manager. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they're like blowing up my phone. Ah. Almost done, y'all. Y'all be able I know, to get sorry. To <laughs> um, I'm a ma I was like, I'm his manager. She's like, oh, so you're at the bottom of the totem pole? And I was like, wow. wow. And I was so taken aback. I was like, I told Sai, I was like, no one's ever said that to me before. So I was really like offended. Mm -hmm. But when I learned the industry and started really managing, I'm like, she was so right. She <laughs> was so right. And it's crazy because it's like, yeah, we're, we're a big piece of the career, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's not about us. You know, like we don't get what we deserve. Like we don't get, mm -hmm. unless you got an artist that like the Migos or that are making yeah. like crazy money, Absolutely. you don't see that, you know, like we're lucky to get a 5000 to $10,000 booking, but that's still rare. Look at COVID now. So yeah. it's like, you don't get for all the work. You don't get enough. That's what I'll say. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so you gotta really love it. You're right. You gotta really yeah. believe in it and want to help these artists. Like it can't be about yourself. You know, right. you gotta find a way. Like I did. Like build a brand about it. Go mm -hmm. make events. Piggyback off your artists. You know, like right. not be an artist. Like I would never. Sometimes go do a rap song. Uh, hell no. <laughs> I would never. I would never do that. You know. But that's what some managers do. Like some decide to that route, but because they see the lives that the artists get. You know, it's very yeah. rare that your artist is going to go crazy, you know? Right, right. So what's the end goal? What is, what would be, end what's goal. next for, yeah. I want to be an exec. Like, okay. that's my goal, right? So, and I told, like, my company, like, I was down to start at a very low position and just work my way up. Luckily, okay. I got head of marketing, which is amazing, and I'm so thankful for it. But even at my year review last year, he was like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want I want to go higher. Like I want to be right. like, and my, my direct boss is the president. And he's like, well, you can't really go too much higher. Cause it's like, it's me next. Right. But I want to like, I guess that sync would be as head of marketing. I mean, you can't really go higher than that, but like maybe my next position, <laughs> right. you know, I just want to like, I want to be an exec. I want to be a boss. That's what I want, you know, but I'm okay. willing to work for it. That's what I, that's my goal. I mean, you've been putting in the work, so yeah. We I know. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> ten years in. When is this gonna end? Right. Never ending. Never <laughs> right. ending. Right. So you got an event coming up here in Atlanta. I had one last Thursday, but okay. I'm coming back end of September, oh, okay. and I have one September 24th, and then okay. I'll throw one end of October, and then I stop until January. And I usually don't throw things in November and December just because okay. the industry kind of dies down. I might come throw one in November. I don't know yet because Atlanta's wide open and they're coming out. Yeah. But um for sure September and October. So those will be my next two dates. You have you don't have the exact dates or details coming soon? Yes, yeah, September twenty fourth and October twenty ninth, both okay. at our bar. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, before we go, what else do you want people to know about Schweinbeck? What do I want you guys to know? What is something people don't know? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I mean, the accountant thing, a lot of people don't know that. Okay. Um, okay, I'll say this. So I never planned to be in the music industry. Okay. You know, I went to school for finance. So it kind of just, okay. I'll say it kind of fell in my lap. But what's crazy is that all my friends from like high school, they're like, it makes so much sense because like I went to every concert and I would always meet like, if it wasn't the band, it would be the artist. Like I remember meeting Three Six Mafia when I was like 16. 
you know, mm-hmm. and just like being such a diehard fan. And then I also used to make the mixtapes at my school. So I would download LimeWire and I would type in like 2006 rap and I would literally <laughs> download, I wouldn't even know these artists. I download all of them and I'd put them on a mixtape and I would decorate them with different color Sharpies and mm-hmm. I would just give them away. So like so many people in my school would be listening to the music I created, but I guess that was just a sign that eventually you could have a career in the music, but I never, like, I never <laughs> thought about it, you know? But then you yep. go back and you hear your friends, like, it makes so much sense. Like, <laughs> all of this makes sense. I'm like, I'm like, damn, you're right. It does, it does make sense. But back then, you know, I didn't even think about it. And now you're stuck. We got you and we're not know, letting you I'm go. I am here and I'm not going <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> all right. So uh, drop your social media. Um, okay. Where can they find you at? Where can they hit you up at? Give out your personal phone number to everybody. Let oh, yeah, I know. Can bother you Y'all all day. <laughs> um, I've had the same number for like ever. So it's oh, like okay. when it surprised me. Um, but everything's at Schweinbeck. Okay. I'm sure it was like S C H W E I N B E C K, but like okay. at Schweinbeck, Schweinbeck at Gmail, Schweinbeck.com. I talk to everybody. Email me. I do not DM me. I hate DMs, but it, I will check okay. them. But my email is right in my bio. I don't know. I, you, you see me. I'm always like email in bio. And I don't mean <laughs> to be rude. I'm just always on my email. And it's so much more professional. And I can right. type everything. Um, but yeah, shoot me an email. I'll check out your music. Maybe. It depends. And, <laughs> you know, send you my services. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm here to talk. I'm here to help. Well, thank you for taking time thank out you. of your busy schedule. Thanks for always posting me. I'm like, oh, I got posted again. Oh, no, 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 no,